The U.S. Chemical Safety Board, CSB, recently released its findings from its investigation into the 2013 explosion at the West Fertilizer Company in Texas. What can we learn from the incident and apply at other facilities with chemical hazards? Find out next. Hello, I'm Dan Clark with the Safety Brief. We take on health and safety hazards in today's demanding industrial and construction worksites, a service of Creative Safety Supply. Save 10% off your entire order at creativesafetysupply.com with coupon code BIG10. What caused the April 2013 chemical explosion disaster in West Texas? The U.S. Chemical Safety Board determined a combination of zoning laws, storage conditions, and lack of training and education led to the conflagration that killed 15, injured 260, and damaged many homes and businesses. Before the explosion, what was the situation at West Fertilizer Company? The facility stored fertilizer-grade ammonium nitrate FGAN, along with other chemicals. A fire started, which led to the explosion of FGAN. The cause of the fire is undetermined. The business had plans for dealing with anhydrous ammonia emergencies, but not Afghan explosions. Most of the volunteer fire department in West Texas did not have training related to Afghan or knowledge of the possibility of an explosion at the company. There was limited regulatory oversight. Also, schools, homes, and a nursing home were all less than 2,000 feet from the facility. What can we learn? Suggestions from CSB. Businesses using dangerous chemicals need to be aware of all possible hazards. OSHA's Process Safety Management Standard deals with hazardous chemical releases, but the possibility of fire or explosion also has to be considered. Businesses should also have clear emergency response plans for chemical incidents. In this case, no employees were involved, but that often won't be the case. These hazards should be communicated to local fire departments and emergency responders. Chemical fires must often be handled completely differently than other fires, so firefighters need to know what kinds of fires or explosions they might face. These responders can prepare accordingly. Useful reference documents for chemical hazard response include the Emergency Response Guidebook from the DOT, NFPA standards, and safety data sheets. The community can also be aware of chemical hazards. In this case, people were allowed to build houses and schools nearby without knowing the hazards were there. This means communication about zoning issues in communities needs to be discussed. Note, this incident brought awareness to the issue of chemical safety. President Obama issued an executive order titled Improving Chemical Facility Safety and Security. That's all for this episode, Chemical Hazards and Emergency Planning. Join me again for more ways to stay safety compliant in today's always changing landscape of safety requirements. I'm Dan Clark of The Safety Brief, a service of Creative Safety Supply. Save 10% off your entire order at creativesafetysupply.com with coupon code BIG10.